0: So the World Health Organization is not just an attack poodle for the most murderous and barbarous dictatorship to have existed in all of human history. I refer of course to the uh, regime enslaving mainland China. Uh, And it's not just a scandal-plagued disgrace run by an actual Marxist terrorist. No, it's much more than that. It is intended to serve as a sort of global health ministry. It's a crucial part of what globalists and deep staters uh, refer to as their little new world order, the elimination of individual liberty, the elimination of sovereign independent nation states, and the move toward global centralized control. The World Health Organization is a key part of it, and I'm going to break it down, so stay tuned. So obviously the big news about the World Health Organization is that our president, Donald J. Trump, has, quote unquote, terminated U.S. Relations with the World Health Organization. And that is amazing news. I mean, if you love America, if you love liberty, if you think globalism and the deep state have got to be exposed and stopped, uh, you should be celebrating about this. And of course, the WHO is just a long line, one in a long line of uh, deep state globalist front organizations to fall uh, amid the Donald Trump administration. Of course, we withdrew from UNESCO, we withdrew from the UN Human Rights Council, we withdrew from the Paris Agreement and on and on. So these are very encouraging. However, Um, We need to be uh, clear that the threat is not yet neutralized. In fact, the World Health Organization is incredibly powerful. So what I'm going to do in this next, uh, you know, maybe 20 minutes or so. Is break down a little bit of the history, a little bit about what's happening now, some of the scandals involving the World Health Organization, and then we'll wrap it up by telling you what the overall agenda is. And I'll give you a sneak preview now. They want to take your liberty, they want to take even your your freedom of conscience and make it subservient to the world order, and the World Health Organization is a crucial part of that. So, you know, if you've followed the WHO for a long time and we at the New American Magazine have been following it very closely for for many years. I've been writing about it for over a decade. So to put this uh, video together, I went back through a lot of what we had written. And you know, one of the things that stands out so much is that the World Health Organization despises transparency. They, they cannot stand to be subjected to public scrutiny. So they have all these behind closed door meetings where they advocate, you know, raising global taxes and, and, and sidelining smoking. And, you know, all these things. some people might agree with the cause or not, but they do it behind closed doors. And in fact, they have physically evicted members of the press. In their fiendish drive to keep it all behind closed doors. And as we move forward here you'll see that all of this is essential to moving the ball down the field for the deep state and its agenda for world government and world order. Now uh, over the years. We've had multiple whistleblowers from the World Health Organization contact us at the New American uh, and and say, you know, it's corrupt. It's out of control. They've got nefarious agendas. They're up to no good. And, you know, this much is clear. I mean, the corruption is out of control. They're wasting all kinds of money. But that's not even the part that concerns me. Right. The, the, the part that concerns me even more is when they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. So I want to just give you some insight into how the WHO runs, who's involved in it. And I think uh, that'll lead right in nicely to uh, what I want to show you about where this is all going uh, eventually, if the deep state gets its way. So let's start off just with with the obvious. Let's look at the guy who currently runs the World Health Organization. He's he's an Ethiopian. His name is uh, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus. I think it's how you pronounce his name. And of course, he's not a real doctor. He's not a medical doctor. He's just got a PhD. Uh, But much, more importantly than his medical or degree or lack thereof, uh, is his background. Um, you know, it doesn't take long to figure out that this guy is literally the definition of a Marxist terrorist leader. And, he, and if you're not familiar with this information, you probably think, wow, that's inflammatory. How dare you say that about a respected uh, global leader of a World Health Organization? Well, uh, as you'll see, the facts on this are very, very clear. They're not even in dispute. Uh, obviously, uh, the WHO and in particular, Dr. Tedros have been serving as a mouthpiece for the mass murdering dictatorship in communist China. It's one of the reasons Trump uh, got out. Right. He said, hey, you're you're basically, you know, tri- China centric is how he put it. You're parroting communist Chinese lies, communist Chinese propaganda. Uh, he actually demonized the United States and President Trump for uh, deciding to close the border to travelers from China, which in retrospect was actually a very good move considering the uh, coronavirus. And of course, Dr. Tedros owes some big favors to the mass murder regime in China. They are the ones who put him there. In fact, when you talk to the diplomats at the World Health Assembly and the different organizations and, and schemes that are involved in selecting these leaders, you find out that communist China was absolutely critical to getting this guy in there. Now, before he was running the World Health Organization, He was the right-hand man to the mass-murdering communist dictator of Ethiopia. His name was Meles Zanawi. Uh, First, Tedros served as the health minister, and uh, in that capacity, he helped cover up multiple outbreaks, including some cholera outbreaks, and he said, oh, it's just some diarrhea, no big deal, but um, he also helped deprive rival ethnic groups uh, of proper health care while seeking to reduce their population. We'll uh, we'll come back to that, but he was especially targeting the Amhara peoples, and uh, this has a a long background that we'll get into uh, when we get into a little bit more of his background. Now, uh, after serving as health minister, Dr. Tedros served as the foreign minister for the uh, aforementioned mass murder and communist dictator. And in that capacity, he helped uh, do the regime's diplomacy. He helped hunt down journalists and dissidents overseas. And one of the famous ones was Andy Tsege, a, uh, a British citizen, uh, a father who was tortured for multiple years in an Ethiopian gulag for having criticized the mass murdering dictatorship. So Tedros was one of the key people in hunting down uh, Mr. Andy Tsege and other dissidents. You know, he, he would actually work with foreign governments to get them uh, deported back to uh, Ethiopia so that they could uh, torture them and, uh, and murder them. And things like that. Now, uh, before he actually served in the mass murdering regime, he was a member of the Politburo, which is kind of the, the central committee, the decision making uh, leadership board of an outfit called the Tigray People's Liberation Front. Now, the Tigray people, uh, that's, a, that's an ethnic group in Ethiopia, one of many ethnic groups in Ethiopia. And it was a Marxist Leninist organization with a little interesting twist because it was also a uh, very ethnic focus, right? They, they were focusing on advancing the interests of the Tigray people, uh, which, you know, in and of itself is okay if people want to do that. But uh, this group chose as means uh, murder, terrorism, blowing things up, attempted genocides, and so on. Now, it was so serious that the U.S. government actually declared this TPLF to be a terrorist organization. Uh, the group is still listed in the Global Terror Database as a terror group for over a dozen terror attacks on private citizens, on religious figures, on private organizations, on journalists, and on all sorts of targets uh, ranging over a period of three decades. Now, uh, you know, this is not the first time that people have heard about these things. There's a lot of prominent critics in Ethiopia who've talked about this. one is uh, Abebe Gelao, who wrote in the uh, Ethiopian News and Views, uh, he described the TPLF, the Tigray People's Liberation Front, which was uh, the group that uh, Tedros helped lead, as an ethno-fascist gang responsible for all the corruption, killings, torture, mass detention, land grab, and displacement afflicting Ethiopia. Okay. Uh, later, this TPLF joined the Ethi- Ethiopian People's Revolutionary Democratic Front, uh, another Marxist-Leninist coalition, and uh, that coalition still rules Ethiopia today, even though it formerly disbanded, the same people, the same member organizations are still running Ethiopia today. Now, uh, the Amhara Professionals Union, which is based in Washington, D.C., I mentioned earlier the Amhara people is one of the victims of Tedros. Uh, They have publicly lambasted him for his crimes. Uh, They've accused him of deliberately reducing the population of that people group by millions through a selective application of contraceptives through denying proper health care to those people, uh, and actually uh, they, they accused Tedros of being responsible for deliberate actions and inactions, which have claimed the lives of millions of Amhara people, as well as other Ethiopians. Nice guy to put in charge of the World Health Organization, isn't it? Now, we have a lot of critics who've said, uh, you know, why is this guy running an international organization? He ought to be on trial for crimes against humanity. Uh, And it doesn't stop there, right? I mean, this guy's just so out in the open. After he took over the World Health Organization, he went ahead and named his buddy, the mass-murdering, genocidal Marxist former dictator of Zimbabwe, he was still the dictator at that time, uh, as the global goodwill ambassador for the World Health Organization. Yeah, I mean, who, who doesn't think that a mass-murdering, genocidal Marxist dictator would be a good goodwill ambassador, right? Of course, uh, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Robert Mugabe uh, slaughtered tens of thousands of Nedebele people in Matabeleland trying to exterminate them because he viewed them as a, a threat to his power. Um, he absolutely destroyed what was probably the most prosperous, most free nation in all of Africa, um, and he turned it into a communist dictatorship that can't even support its own people now. Uh, And that just scratches the surface of the communist connections of Tedros and of the World Health Organization more broadly. I mean, he's been uh, kind of a a bootlicker of the mass murdering regime in China, constantly praising China, constantly attacking Trump uh, at the behest of China, just parroting communist Chinese lies. But uh, of course, this is not the first time communists have been running the World Health Organization. In 2014, the World Health Organization actually selected the mass murdering gangsters enslaving Cuba to run the presidency of the World Health Assembly. So they chose the uh, health minister of Cuba to run the World Health Organization, the World Health Assembly, which is part of the WHO. Now, you know, if if the mass murdering Cuban regime isn't a good representative of what good health care means, I don't know who is. Right. Uh, The WHO. Uh, was before that actually controlled by Margaret Chan. Before Tedros was in charge, uh, Margaret Chan was. And Margaret Chan is, of course, a loyalist of Beijing, right? She's uh, a a total subservient bootlicker of the Communist Party of China. And this is what we see over and over and over again. Uh, Now we have the World Health Organization using a phony crisis, a largely manufactured hysteria, to attack absolutely fundamental rights. And as we'll see, this is not the first time. But I want to draw your attention to um, this uh, director of emergencies. His name is uh, Michael Ryan uh, for the World Health Organization. And uh, we talked about him last week in our episode about contact tracing. But I want to just bring it back up because this is a guy who's supposedly running the emergency operations for the World Health Organization. Watch this video where he says we should take families apart. We should go into the home and remove children or remove parents from their own family under the guise of saving us from coronavirus. Check this out. And at the moment, in most parts of the world, due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now, we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a a safe and dignified manner. So again, uh, unbelievable, right, using uh, fake hysteria that they have largely manufactured to Terrorize and to usurp liberty. Now, this is not the first first time they've done this. In fact, they've done it multiple times, uh, even in recent memory. Right? Uh, we had they were accused of uh, fomenting a fake pandemic during the swine flu and the bird flu. They were accused of using fear mongering to gain more power and, of course, to benefit their cronies in big pharma. Uh, the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe actually voted unanimously to launch an investigation into how big pharma had hijacked and weaponized the World Health Organization to promote. uh, a fake pandemic and to benefit its membership. Uh, The guy leading the charge for that probe, a German epidemiologist, Dr. Wolfgang Wodarg, uh, he's the chairman of the uh, PACE Health Committee, the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe Health Committee and a medical doctor specializing in uh, lung diseases, he said the victims among millions, this is a direct quote, the victims among millions of needlessly vaccinated people must be protected by their states and independent scientific clarification should provide evidence and transparency for national and, if necessary, European courts. He's talking about prosecuting these criminals. Okay, Wodarg also said that this false pandemic was one of the greatest medical scandals of the last century. Said pharmaceutical companies influenced the whole process and they needed to be held accountable. He says, quote, they were willing to inflict bodily harm in their pursuit of profit. So uh, you have the super capitalists and the mass murdering communists all combined under one roof to rip you off, to steal your liberty, to take your money, isn't that cute? Uh, They have also used um, lies and phony campaigns to sterilize people and they got caught. Uh, I wanna point you in particular to what happened in Kenya. Now, uh, even back in the 60s and the 70s, the Rockefellers and the World Health Organization were involved in searching for a way to vaccinate women and make them sterile. Uh, By the 1990s, they had figured it out, they even published papers. Uh, We found out that in Nicaragua, in the Philippines, in Mexico, They had been vaccinating women and making them sterile. Well, in Kenya, they got caught red-handed. So uh, in 2014, literally right after the UN Population Fund, a UN agency in charge of reducing the population, uh, which incidentally was exposed in our Congress, working with the communist Chinese government on forced abortions uh, and Planned Parenthood, of course, uh, they put out a report saying that there was too many babies in Kenya. How dare those Kenyan women think that they can have four babies each? We got to do something. This is out of control. And so they launched a vaccination campaign. Interestingly, only Girls and young women uh, under the age of 50 were targeted. I don't know why. You know that that's interesting. Are only w- girls and women uh, going to get tetanus? Well, that's what they did anyway. And the Kenya Catholic Doctors Association got very suspicious. So they actually got uh, samples of these vaccines that the World Health Organization was throwing around Kenya and putting on people. Uh, obviously, much of this was funded by Bill Gates. And what they did with these samples was they sent them around the world and had them tested at independent laboratories all over the place. And what they found out, and I'll I'll give you some quotes from their statements after they got their findings. Uh, This is a quote from uh, Dr. Wahome Negare, who was with the uh, Kenya Kenya Catholic Doctors Association. He says, the unfortunate truth is that the vaccine was laced with uh, HCG, which is human uh, chorionic gonadotropin, uh, which is a hormone that women need to carry a pregnancy to term. So the vaccine was laced with HCG, just like the ones used in the South American cases. Uh, he also said, further, none of the girls and women given the vaccination were informed of its contraceptive effect. So basically, they were sterilizing women using this tetanus vaccine as a pretext. And the way it works, basically, they, they put uh, this hormone... HCG into the vaccine, so the women take the vaccine and then their immune system develops an immunological response to this hormone. So when they get pregnant and their body starts producing that hormone, which again is required to be able to carry a pregnancy to term, uh, the immune system goes and attacks those hormones that makes it impossible for a woman to carry her pregnancy to term and results in her becoming sterile for life. Okay, This is the World Health Organization. Now, uh, what happens is, of course, is the baby uh, eventually dies because the woman's body can no longer carry that child. Uh, and so uh, we've got a lot of other information on this. Uh, that, that same good doctor, he continued, he said, this proved right our worst fears, that this World Health Organization campaign is not about eradicating tetanus but a well-coordinated, forceful population control mass sterilization exercise using a proven fertility-regulating vaccine, okay? Uh, This evidence was presented to the Ministry of Health before the third round of immunization, but was ignored. Every single one of Kenya's Catholic bishops, there's 27 of them, actually signed a statement confirming these findings. They said, and I quote, the Catholic Church struggled and acquired several vials of the vaccine, which were sent to four unrelated government and private laboratories in Kenya and abroad. We want to announce here that all the tests showed that the vaccine used in Kenya in March and October of 2014 was indeed laced with the beta HCG hormone. Okay? Are you guys getting this? They deliberately sterilized massive numbers of women in Kenya under the guise of a vaccination program. They are also encouraging medical professionals to lie to their patients and to parents about vaccines. And you can think what you want about vaccines. I'm not here to persuade you one way or the other. I am here to say dishonesty is wrong. And these criminals at the World Health Organization are out of control. Now, uh, last year in 2019, the World Health Organization declared that vaccine hesitancy was one of the top threats to global health. Uh, They called for a global propaganda campaign. They said we should hire celebrities to go promote our propaganda. They said we should impose criminal sanctions and penalties on people who refuse. Uh, We should demonize and ridicule people who are skeptical. They also created a training program to train health professionals, nurses, doctors and so on and they literally instruct them to lie as part of this training program. I'll give you some examples. So they've got these sample questions that concerned skeptical parents might ask to the doctor or to the nurse administering the vaccine. One of the questions they list on a slide is, Can vaccines cause harmful side effects, illness, and even death? Now, if you've ever opened up the package insert in a vaccine, you know that obviously vaccines can cause harmful side effects, illness, and even death. In fact, the U.S. government has paid out billions of dollars uh, for people who've been injured or killed as a result of vaccines. The vaccine manufacturers lobbied Congress in the 1980s to make sure they couldn't be held responsible in a court of law. They wouldn't be held liable uh, for the death and destruction caused by their products. They said, oh, we're going to stop making vaccines if we don't do this. And so now the U.S government is the one paying the damages, but billions of dollars have been paid. And every vaccine insert, the package uh, will explain to you that vaccines can cause side effects, illness, and even death. Uh, But the World Health Organization, this is the exact uh, answer they tell doctors to give to parents. Starts with, no, vaccines are very safe. Now, that is an absolute lie. For anyone to say that vaccines don't cause some side effects, illness, and even death, they're lying. And everybody knows who knows anything about medicine that they're lying. Everything has side effects and many, many people uh, die and get injured as a result of vaccines. Again, you can ask the US government, they have a vaccine court and uh, they'll be happy to tell you. Uh, Another uh, question that uh, the doctors are given that parents might ask is, can vaccines cause the infection they are supposed to prevent? Okay, and then the health worker is told to say, inactivated vaccines do not have live germs and cannot therefore cause infections again, another lie straight from the pit of hell. Uh, The World Health Organization actually was forced to admit in November of last year, the Associated Press did an article about this, that the majority of the polio cases in the world, and it was spreading like wildfire in a whole bunch of places, were coming from the polio vaccine that incidentally was being given out by the World Health Organization in cooperation with uh, Bill Gates. Now, this is from the World Health Organization itself. They put together an independent inquiry and they said, you know what? Uh, Everybody seems to be really relaxed about this uh, situation where you're giving a whole bunch of people polio and yet they were doing it. And here they are telling doctors to lie to their patients and say that no, uh, vaccines cannot cause cause uh, infections they're supposed to prevent. That is an absolute lie. Ask anybody who's ever gotten a flu shot and got the flu afterwards, they'll be happy to tell you as well. Uh, and then again, uh, World Health Organization later admits that oh, sometimes vaccines, they rarely cause the infections to occur. So obviously both cannot be true at the same time. Uh, maybe YouTube, which uh, we'll get into that in a moment, now allows the World Health Organization to decide what we can hear and see. Maybe they can start censoring the World Health Organization, since apparently the World Health Organization doesn't even believe what it's saying. Uh, another uh, question that the World Health Organization gives is, is protection from natural infection more effective protection? And the response for medical professionals is, with vaccines, the immune system is stimulated to develop protection without infection. Hence, it is more effective. Again, every doctor in the world knows that that is an absolute 100% grotesque lie, no question about it. Um, I mean, you know, anybody who's ever had the chicken pox as a child knows it's pretty dang harmless. Uh, And if you got uh, the vaccine and then it wore off and you got it as an adult, you know, uh uh-oh, now you're in some pretty serious trouble, right? That's why they need booster vaccines, right? Uh, Natural immunity from getting the disease is significantly better than the immunity that might be caused by a vaccine. The World Health Organization knows it, and yet they're lying. Uh, Now, it's interesting. Uh, Part of this training program explains that the purpose of it is so that health workers can build trust with patients to promote vaccines. Well, it's an interesting way to build trust by deliberately lying to them. And yet that is exactly what is happening here, folks. Okay. Uh, incredible. Uh, now, again, I, I mentioned just a moment ago that uh, the World Health Organization is saying that that um, you know, this, that, and the other, and YouTube, which uh, you might be watching this on YouTube right now if they haven't taken it down yet, the CEO of YouTube said, if you say something that contradicts the World Health Organization's recommendations, it will be taken down as a violation of our community standards and guidelines. Check out this video. So we talk about that as raising authoritative information, Um, but then we also talk about um, removing information that is problematic. You know, Of course, anything that is medically unsubstantiated So people saying like, take vitamin C, um, you You know, um, take turmeric like those are all will cure you. Um, Those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, Anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part. So the World Health Organization uh, also likes to lie about sex to children. Uh, In fact, they were a leading player in peddling this horrific sex education uh, to children that was put out by UNESCO a couple years ago. UNESCO put out uh, global sex education standards that they want to taught everywhere. Uh, These call for teaching five-year-old children about sexual pleasure, calls for promoting masturbation to five-year-old children. Uh, By the time the kids are nine through 12, they're supposed to be able to argue for safe and legal uh, abortions, killing of babies. If you go to the World Health Organization's website, you'll see that uh, Planned Parenthood is actually a major partner of the World Health Organization. And so we shouldn't be surprised that the World Health Organization, like Planned Parenthood, like the uh, pedophile Alfred Kinsey, responsible for uh, the sexual mutilation, torture, and rape of hundreds, maybe thousands of children, uh, they all believe that we got to bombard children with sex education because, hey, they're sexual from birth, right? Uh, So these are the kinds of people who are now um, brainwashing your children into these things. And again, they're using lies to do it, okay? Um, Now, I want to get into kind of the the last segment here of this. Now, the World Health Organization uh, is part of a much broader deep state agenda, Uh, And that is eventually the removal of individual liberty, the abolishing of the nation states as anything other than maybe administrative units and the move toward a world order. Now, um, as part of this, the World Health Organization is seeking what they call universal health coverage. Oh, and it sounds so nice, right? Universal health coverage. We all believe that everybody should have access to health care. And yet. What the World Health Organization is doing here is extremely dangerous. Now, consider uh, this idea that you have a right to health care actually comes from the Soviet Union. Uh, the Soviet Constitution guaranteed a right to health care. Now, this is a fundamentally different understanding of rights than we have had traditionally in America, right? Our founding fathers viewed uh, inalienable rights as coming from God, and they viewed them as negative rights, right? The government cannot restrict your freedom of speech. They cannot restrict your freedom of religion. They cannot restrict your freedom to buy and own weapons, right? not the government must take things from other people so that they can uh, give you a right to have other people's stuff. So anyways, this Soviet idea that we have a right to healthcare, um, that means if we have a right to healthcare, that the government must provide our healthcare. So what does that mean? It means we're gonna eliminate personal choice. It means we're gonna eliminate the free market in the health field and the medical field. Um, And of course, it didn't work in the Soviet Union for for the same reason. Nothing else worked in centrally planned economies. Central planning doesn't work. Even if you have well-meaning, well-intentioned people running the system, it doesn't work because you don't have prices and market signals uh, helping to allocate resources in an efficient and effective way. Now, uh, what happens once the government gets control of the healthcare system, is it then becomes a tool to further expand government to further expand control of everybody's lives. Uh, one way that they do that is by uh, regulating everything, right? Well, if the government has to pay for your healthcare, we can't let you smoke, we can't let you eat cheeseburgers, we can't let you drink sodas. I mean, then you're going to be a burden on society. So we have got to decide what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, how you're going to exercise, if and whether you can smoke, and on and on. Uh, they also use it to enforce compliance. They, you know, if you don't comply, maybe you won't get healthcare um, and. and. And literally every aspect of your life then falls under the purview of government. In fact, it's not even just an an option for the government to uh, dictate to you. It becomes an obligation for the greater good, right? We don't want to make the taxpayers pay all this stuff. Uh, And then you get to the part where healthcare actually becomes a weapon. And again, the Soviet Union really showed us how this is done, right? Uh, The Soviets had a psychiatric system that was a disgrace. It was an abomination. They would say, oh, you don't like communism. You must have something wrong in your head. We're going to have to put you in a psychiatric facility and have you examined. And then you get a lobotomy or then you get injected with chemicals that neutralize your brain. Well, oh, well, he was crazy anyways. I mean, he didn't like communism, right? He doesn't like the New World Order. Clearly, he's got some sort of problem. Right. And if you look at the history of the World Health Organization, you realize it all comes perfectly together. Uh, So the first leader of the World Health Organization before uh, Dr. Tedros and before uh, Dr. Margaret Chan was a very, very bizarre gentleman, a psychiatrist by the name of Brock Chisholm. And uh, he if you read his writings, this guy was absolutely terrifying. So he had an essay called The Reestablishment of Peacetime Society, The Role of Psychology. And what he argues, essentially, is that after World War II, we got to avoid war at all costs, and the only way to make that happen is to have a world government. And so he says in there, man's freedom to observe and to think freely is as essential to his survival, as are the specific methods of survival of the other species. Birds must fly, fish must swim, herbivores, animals must eat grasses and cereals, and man must observe and think. That freedom, present in all children known as innocence, has been destroyed or crippled by local certainties, by gods of local moralities, of local loyalty, of personal salvation, right? If you're a Christian and you believe in personal salvation, that Jesus Christ has the power to save you, you have something wrong in your head, according to Mr. Chisholm, okay? The first leader of the World Health Organization, of prejudice and hate and intolerance, frequently uh, masquerading as love, gods of everything that would destroy freedom to observe and think, and would keep each generation under the control of the old people. Yeah, what do those old people know? Good as those elders and the priests, right? What do they know? Okay. Um, Dr. Brock Chisholm was very open about the fact that he thought uh, love of nation, love of God, love of individual liberty, support of our constitution, support of our founding fathers, that all of it was destructive to this agenda of world peace and world harmony and world unity. So, um, you know, there you have it, right? Right back from the very beginning. Now, uh, if you think they've forgotten about their mental health agenda, think again. In fact, they're push- they're pursuing it like never before. Uh, in 2012, we wrote an article at the New American exposing uh, the World Health Organization's global comprehensive mental health action plan. Uh, this included model legislation for every national government to adopt. Uh, it integrates education. Human rights, healthcare, employment, and much more. Uh, They even called for a people's charter for mental health. And if you know anything about communist dictatorships, everything is always people's, right? People's Liberation Army is what the mass murdering regime in China calls their military. Uh, North Korea is the People's Democratic Republic of Korea, right? When they use people or, or Dr. Tedros and his People's Tigray People's Liberation Front. Okay, always communist mass murderers use. People's And uh, obviously, more than a few critics expressed concerns that this plan was eventually aimed at defining Christianity and conservatism uh, and any disagreement with the deep state's New World Order agenda as some sort of mental health problem that needs to be treated by the global mental health authorities. Now, obviously, such a plan would be completely and totally insane, no pun intended, but that's where they're going. Uh, And so it's no coincidence now that the United Nations is pushing this agenda through the World Health Organization. So in Agenda 2030, we've done a whole episode on that. I encourage you to go back and watch it. Uh, One of the 17 Sustainable Development Goals is goal number three. And it calls for, quote, to promote physical and mental health and well-being and to extend life expectancy for all, we must achieve universal health coverage and access to quality health care. No one must be left behind. And I'll say it again, no one must be left behind. Now, just like the Soviet Union came up with this idea that healthcare could be a right that the government ought to enforce with you and then went on to uh, uh, slaughter about 50 to 70 million innocent human beings under the guise of upholding these pseudo rights. Um, The communist Chinese were deeply involved in promoting this agenda 2030 and all the rest of it. Uh, In fact, right after it was adopted, Obama called it an executive agreement and Robert Mugabe said it would usher in a brave new world. The communist Chinese regime came out and they said, we played a crucial role in developing Agenda 2030, which the head of the UN uh, General Assembly uh, described as the master plan for humanity. And another fun fact, the head of NATO, Javier Solana, former head of NATO, uh, an actual socialist member of the Socialist Party, uh, said the Agenda 2030 was going to be the next great leap Forward. Now, if you know anything about uh, communist China, you know that the last great leap forward resulted in the extermination of tens of millions of innocent human beings. So, as you go through goal number three, universal health care coverage, they say we got to have abortion, sexual reproductive health care for all, is how they put it. Uh, Vaccines for all, right? Not for all who want, vaccines for all. So, whether you like them or not, too bad, get ready, just like the Soviet Union. That's where they're going. And, uh, you know, if you doubt their agenda, they've been getting more and more transparent about it. Uh, Just earlier this year, they were doing the one world together at home propaganda fest that was broadcasted all over the world. BBC in Britain, Uh, all three of the major networks in the United States, ABC, CBS and NBC broadcasted in America, uh, started out with uh, a you know rallying cry by this disgusting uh, lady gaga right the lady who dresses up in satanic costumes and runs around prancing half naked showing off her you know naked body i mean just absolutely horrible and uh, check out this video of her uh calling uh, the ethno marxist terrorist running the who a superstar watch this to all of the healthcare workers around the world dr tedros you're truly a superstar thank you so much to the media for telling the stories of all of these me- these medical professionals and getting the word out about how under-resourced their systems are. And another fun fact, this uh, disgusting global festival was organized by quote, global citizen. And that's their plan, right? They want to make you all into little global citizens who will take your mandatory health care from the World Health Organization. Now, if you think it's hard enough to keep your local, your state, or even your federal government in check and accountable, uh, try to imagine what it would be like to keep the World Health Organization and the United Nations accountable, right? Uh, The U.S. government, for some perspective, gets one vote. In the World Health Organization, the same vote as communist Cuba, the same vote as communist North Korea, the same vote as communist North Vietnam uh, or Vietnam, excuse me, and on and on it goes, right? So, if you think it's bad with you know police out of control at your local government, right? Everybody's out there protesting about uh, supposedly out of control police. Just imagine how fun it will be to try to keep uh, a global government in the check. And recognize, folks, that is where we are going with the WHO serving as the global health ministry. So uh, if you think about it, send a thank you note to President Trump for getting us out of there. Call your member of Congress, tell them enough of this. We should have no business participating in this disgusting organization called the World Health Organization. It's a fraud. It's grotesque. It's filled with liars and communists and subversives. They must be exposed. And again, remember, you saw the clip. YouTube says if you go against the World Health Organization, you can't speak on our platform anymore. So folks, That's why they censor us. That's why they take our videos down. That's why they shadow ban us. It's up to you to get this information out to your friends, to your neighbors. Find us on alternative platforms. Put our videos up anywhere you can think of that people will find them. Email them to your neighbors, to your pastor. Subscribe to the print magazine of The New American. This information, In this video is a compilation of articles I've written for over a decade in the New American Magazine about the World Health Organization. It is the best source of information out there. Go to thenewamerican.com and subscribe. Thank you for watching. My name is Alex Newman. Again, this is Behind the Deep State. God bless you all.